Hello, fellow humans. I just want to talk about the events of the last week and follow up on my discussion the other night on the two possible outcomes of Donald Trump's situation. But giving it more thought, and I just wanted to address a couple things, a couple observations. Donald Trump's viewpoint on COVID-19 has directly correlated with his condition or his perception of his condition anyway because based on history he's not out of the woods yet but he seems to think that he is assuming that he has the sickness that he said he has when he first contracted the disease when he first arrived at the hospital he tweeted that Congress must pass a stimulus. I found it interesting that he suddenly became interested in pushing Congress in this way when he was in the hospital. Government-run hospital. Taxpayer-funded health care. But now, now that he seems to be doing better leaving Walter Reed, going back to the White House. You know, I, I've, made an, I've made an observation about Donald Trump, which is that no matter what he does, no matter what he says, I still find myself surprised by his words or actions. And it could just be that I'm a slow learner. That's probably true. But the things that he says still surprise me. I'll see things on online. Someone will post something that Trump allegedly said and I, I won't believe it. Because it's just too extreme, even for Trump. But it's not, because it's, it's Trump. So... When he was faced with what I saw as an opportunity, he had an opportunity to take the high ground in the sense of having a shred of humility and acknowledging that through his own personal experience, he now can empathize, can truly empathize with the struggles for people that have had COVID even people that have succumbed to COVID, that he now has a unique understanding and perspective and therefore empathy for the people that have suffered, which now gives him a special connection with them, which makes him a better candidate for re-election. I've observed that for every fuck-up that Donald Trump has had, he has had some kind of opportunity to redeem himself by basically being out of character. He had that opportunity here. But instead, he chose to put himself sealed 
in a vehicle with other Secret Service agents with an infectious, potentially fatal disease, airborne disease. And he, he put out a tweet saying that, I will be leaving the great Walter Reed Medical Center today feeling really good. Don't be afraid of COVID. Don't let it dominate your life. We have developed, under the Trump administration, some really great drugs and knowledge. I feel better than I did 20 years ago. Message of hope, right? Message of positivity. This is coming from a person who has scoffed at Joe Biden, has called it a political ploy for Joe Biden to wear masks. And even after being admitted into the government-funded hospital for the disease that he contracted through his own recklessness and carelessness, he still attacks Joe Biden on that very subject, who, by the way, pulled his negative ads for Donald Trump, which I thought was a stupid thing to do, by the way. He then goes on to tweet, It's reported that the media is upset because I got into a secure vehicle to say thank you to the many fans and supporters who were standing outside of the hospital for many hours and even days to pay their respect to their president. If I didn't do it, media would say rude. So once again, an opportunity to put the safety and concern and well-being of others above himself by not exposing himself, his sickness, to the people around him who would take a bullet for him. Because he's campaigning, because he has an election in a month, he would rather put his face out there for his adoring fans than look out for the well-being of his people. He would rather be a political leader than a true leader. I don't know what more he can do or say at this point for anyone in his base to see anything bad about him. Supporters were standing outside of the hospital for many hours and even days to pay their respect to their president. To their president. He wants to quantify that they were doing something truly patriotic and self-sacrificing by standing outside so they could serve and pay respect to their president. The tweets went on. He went on to highlight how positively he was seen. You see it in enthusiasm for the president outside Walter Reed Hospital. You see it in registrations from Florida to Pennsylvania and West Virginia, where Republicans are outstripping Democrats by two to one. If the 
president bounces back onto the campaign trail, he'll be an invincible hero who not only survived every dirty trick the Democrats threw at him, but the Chinese virus as well. He will show Americans we no longer have to be afraid. We talked last, last episode about the two possible outcomes. Trump dies or he recovers and hopefully goes on to lose in a landslide election. I didn't expand too much on the if he dies scenario other than to say that I think there is still room for growth, growth and progress if he were to succumb even though we wouldn't get that opportunity to have that complete rejection at the polls. Part of the reason for that, that I felt, was that we would no longer receive these tweets. The tweets would be gone. The tweets have consequences. They have power. There's power in your president telling you not to worry about it. There's, and there's symbolism there. 208,000 people, Americans, have died from the disease that he's now carrying. But he's so self, self-centered that it, it doesn't even register for him. He only thinks about himself. He has demonstrated this Time and time and time again. And no matter what he does, no matter what he says, no matter what anybody else says about it, no matter, no matter what is reported on it, no matter what kind of evidence comes out, no matter what video footage comes out, you have him in February downplaying it on, on record that acknowledging how threatening, and potentially dead, deadly this disease is, and then downplays it to the public because he doesn't want to instill, instill panic in, this, in the population. But then he tweets this, If you want a massive tax increase, the biggest in the history of our country, and one that will shut our con- economy and jobs down, vote Democrat. Virginia voters, your governor wants to obliterate your Second Amendment. I have stopped him. I am the only thing between you and your Second Amendment. Working hard in Virginia, it's in play. Better vote for your favorite president or wave goodbye to low taxes and gun rights. That's your dear leader, not instilling panic or fear. He had a real opportunity, again, as he's had so many times, because of his failures. For every failure, he's had an opportunity to correct and make himself look better. He had another opportunity today, but instead he took photo ops in the hospital without a mask, outside of the hospital, outside of the White House, without a mask. He put himself in a secured airtight vehicle 
with agents putting their health at risk for no reason, for no tactical reason, and against the advice of doctors. After getting socialized medicine, after getting government-funded health care that he would not want for you, he wants to justify not worrying about the virus because he had access to government health care that he doesn't want you to have access to. But he wants you to not worry about it because he's okay. He's okay. He's feeling better than he's felt in 20 years. He's 74 years old. He's obese. And he's four days into a potentially 14-day incubation period of a potentially fatal disease that took Herman Cain's life in 30 days. He felt good 10 days in. And he's saying he's felt he feels better than he's felt in 20 years. If you believe that, isn't there something about bridges? We've got to vote. There's nothing left. There is, there is nothing left between now and November 3rd. Nothing's going to change with his base, with him, his mentality. He has, he has not grown or learned. He is not a leader. He cares only about himself completely. He's a hypocrite, he's a coward, and he's a bully. And yeah, I agree with Bo. The soul of our country depends on rejecting him at the polls. So if he gets over this, this illness, 